Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We're going to welcome Steve the Round Guy back to Round Guy the Podcast. He's uh, over his vacation and over his feeling down. So uh, we're this episode's about the Hawkeye Cyclones. We're going to call it Cy Hawk Talk. Uh, let's just take the ball and run with it, Steve. What do you got to say about the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones this season? Well, I was sorry to see the Cyclones uh, unable to persevere. I, I was really pulling for them. Uh, here's, you know, here's what I think is kind of ironic. There was a time, Dave, and I'm sure you remember this, when uh, Hawk fans and, of course, Cyclone fans were upset because everybody said, gosh, we can't, uh, we can't watch our favorite team on TV. They don't televise the Hawks. They don't televise the Cyclones. Well, now they do. Uh, because the programs are doing well and and uh, their one loss percentage is up and, and uh, everybody's paying attention. So they are being televised. But now Hawk fans and Cyclo fans are complaining because uh, they're televised at the same times every, every week. Yeah. You know, the Hawkeyes come on at 2.30, and then you turn around and see where the Cyclones are playing at 2.30. And you go, hey, that ain't right. We can't watch both. For those that enjoy both uh, schools, yeah. as I do, uh, it's frustrating that they both start at the same time, and you got to flip the channel only when there's a commercial because you're uh, afraid you're going to miss something. So therein lies the irony. You know, we we were upset we couldn't watch them. Now when we can, uh, they're on at the same time. So what are you going to do? Mm. I was back and forth, back and forth. I know the Hawk fans are going to uh, uh, just watch the Iowa game and clone fans are going to just watch the Iowa State. But, you know, I root for both of them. When, when uh, those schools win – uh, we all win here in the state of Iowa, I believe, and and I don't mind rooting for either team or the other Iowa schools, Drake, UNI, that type of thing, um, because I think when every when every team from Iowa wins, and I, as I said, I think we all win. So I I kind of pull for everybody, and uh, I just have to, as I said, go back and forth. You know, with the uh, commercial breaks, uh, Iowa State's got some room to improve, as does Iowa. You know, Iowa is ranked fifth, and and uh, I think that's a generous uh, rating because Iowa, to me, while they're playing well enough to win, I think they're going to have to pick it up a little bit because uh, they've got tougher teams on their schedule. And, and they, uh, they're going to have to really pick it up if they're going to remain undefeated and, and uh, go anywhere as far as bowl games or winning the conference, that type of thing. But, but as uh, I heard Ferentz say in a press conference, you know, he, he's aware of that and he's acknowledged that, that they, too, are going to have to really pick it up and, and uh, move forward. And, you know, they're saying that names – you know, Coach Campbell is saying we got to minimize the turnovers and the mistakes, the penalties, and we got to uh, put it together. And so I'm optimistic uh, for once this week 
I think I was uh, playing Friday night, and Iowa State's playing on Saturday. So uh, I won't have to worry about you know hitting the button and getting back and forth. I'll be able to watch Iowa on Friday and Iowa State on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, Unless right. the Yankees are in there somewhere, you know, they're going to be playing Friday night or well, Saturday save afternoon. Save it for the so next episode. Therein lies the juggling match going to go on. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah. So, how about the Cyclones? Well, I uh, who are they playing here? They're playing, uh, let's see here. They are playing Saturday at 6 o'clock against Kansas. And next at Iowa State or at Ames, and then they'll be playing uh, Kansas State next week in Kansas State. Okay. Uh, well, Kansas is what one and three. Uh, they should the Cyclones should be favored on Saturday, and unless they do some things uh, as far as turnovers or uh, penalties, you know they they should they should win. And I know Iowa is playing Friday night. They're playing, what, Maryland? Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Maryland. See, but I, I, think think, it, I think the Hawkeyes uh, are playing well enough to win. Yeah. And that game's and in I, Maryland. I certainly hope that's the case uh, Friday. What about you? What are your thoughts? Well, as far as the Hawkeyes go, I think your defense is about the best in the country. I mean, the defensive side of the ball seems to be – uh, unbelievable. The offense seems kind of mediocre, but uh, that might work out real well, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, this uh, Goodson kid, the running back, uh, he has historically, you know, had over 100 yards in a good many games uh, last year. And, and this year, that I don't know that he's reached 100 yards a game, has he? Yeah, I just, I mean, look, I don't think the offense is trying to impress anybody. I think they're just trying to not turn the ball over, take what they get, and let the defense take care of it. And I think that game plan's working good. Well, uh, unless – yeah, I know their defense has been uh, performing pretty well. But there's still been – there was too much scoring on the part of Colorado uh, State than last week. and uh, they've got to have, you know, they, the defense has uh, got to score some points and certainly uh, keep the other team from scoring points. And so far, that's been the case. You know, they're 4-0, so you're right. They've been uh, performing well enough to come out on top at the end of the game. So uh, let's certainly hope that continues. As far as Iowa State goes, I'm not as down on them. But I, I thought, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look. Whatever your rank preseason doesn't really mean anything. I mean, I think they got a good team, and I think they played a pretty good game on the road at Waco. That's that's a tough Waco, Texas, tough place to play. Baylor's good, you know, and right. it's right. not easy to go down there and win and to play within two. You know, if you're going to lose a a game on the road at Baylor at some, or a team like that, some point in the season, I don't think there's any reason to jump off the ship or or uh, you know. Panic. You don't think it's time to panic? No, I don't. I mean, I, I didn't have expectations of Iowa State winning the national championship or anything. But I, right. I, I think, though, if, if you were looking for a, a season where they compete for the 
for the title of the conference, whatever they're calling it these days? Oh. Well, I was, I'm uh, concerned about Brock Purdy. Uh, in the past, uh, we've seen him when there's a big rush defensively, he's been able to scramble and really help his team because, you know, he seems so agile and so mobile that he can find an open receiver once he starts to scramble. And that, to me, doesn't seem like it's been the case this season. I thought when he's dropped back and there's been pressure on him, he hasn't uh, scrambled like I'm hoping to see him like he's done in the past. And, and because of the past and his ability to scramble, I've thought – you know, here as a junior, next year as a senior, they'll, they'll, uh, that he's developed that even more and more of a threat to run. And last week when they were trying for that two-point conversion, I, I really think he needed to uh, scramble. And had he come to the uh, weak side, uh, you know, he might have had a chance to run the ball in himself, get the two points and, and actually end up winning the game. But I was, uh, you know, frustrated that he wasn't able to do that. So I would hope he becomes a little more uh, mobile and, and spreads uh, the defense out and, and then he can hit some receiver or run the ball for good yardage uh, himself. Well, um, like I say, with the, with the games being on two different channels, and I, I, I don't get some of the games, you know, and sometimes I have to go down to the uh, outfield uh, – in Richland there and watch some of the games at the, at the tavern, just cause okay. that's the only place I can see them. Uh, but uh, usually when what you're discussing is happening with the quarterback, it's usually one of two things. Either it, he doesn't have that receiver, you know what I mean? That he's super comfortable with or one right. that's, that's outperforming, you know, that is, is, you know, or his uh, offensive line is not, uh, not performing as as it maybe was in the a years a couple of years ago. What what I mean? Am, am I on a track with that, or what do you? What's your thoughts there? Well, uh, he's got that uh, Charlie Kohler. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, and then uh, who's his other uh, receiver? He goes to a lot. I can't think of his name right now. But uh, but those two uh, fellas have uh, unless the defense is just decided to, you know, just man-to-man those two guys uh, and stay with them, you know, they're usually able to find uh, and have an ability to get open for him. It's like uh, like you said, sometimes the uh, offensive line isn't capable of keeping the defense from putting on a, a real good rush that, that – uh, Purdy hasn't been able to outmaneuver yet. Well, I think they got a good coach. I think he'll have them back on track. I think they'll they'll probably win the next couple games, and then it'll be a, you know, it'll we'll 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 see where it goes from there. But I mean, that's how I think that's going to happen. As far as Iowa goes, uh, they're going to beat Maryland. They're going to be five and zero. Well, gonna, let's hope so. You know, gonna, they've got to play well enough and and uh, avoid mistakes and and penalties and turnovers. So uh, if that's something they can do, then yeah, they'll be five and zero. 
Well, I don't, uh, think, I don't think Maryland's that strong a team. What are they? They're not ranked, are they? And and or what's their one loss record? Well, it, it doesn't say here, but it doesn't say they're ranked. Uh, uh, Maryland's four zero. Maryland's okay. four. They're four zero well, too. Uh, and maybe this is something we need to keep an eye on. Yeah, we better watch unless this game. Let's not let's not make Iowa five and five and zero yet. Uh, teams that aren't aren't that strong. Boy, Iowa's got the brutal schedule this year, don't they? Yeah, I'm I'm uh, looking ahead to Penn State. Seems to be doing That's well. The, they're, they're number five. Yeah. We're number four. Number, yeah, number. What did it say? Yeah, they're that? they're coming back. You know they're rebuilding, and they are uh, apparently pretty tough. I uh, all I can say is uh, keep your eyes on the game or the radio because uh, I don't think any we got you know we could be able to hold our heads up high this year. And there's a we got a, two competitive teams and uh, one real really getting up in there and getting the recognition. So uh, I don't got anything else to say about this week. You got anything else? On Iowa, Iowa State. Yep. Uh, I, I'm just anxious for the games to uh, uh, show up Friday night and Saturday. Oh. And well, we're going to. What keep... else you want to talk about? How we're about gonna... uh, how about uh, the Yankees? You want to talk about the Yankees? I got. I got. Uh, that's the next segment. So. Well, they swept the Red Sox. You gotta love that. I I, I watched that game. I got some or, or one of these games. I got a story to tell you. All right, that was a Cyhawk talk on Round Guy the podcast. Round Guy's back and he's vigored up, and uh, you can hear his fighting spirit in his voice. All right, we got another episode coming up. Thanks, guys, for listening. We really appreciate you.